0: Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, dear listener. This episode of The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by Allison at TechCoven.com and by my year long self engagement, self marriage program, The Art of Self Marriage, which begins this September applications are open. You can check out Tech Coven on YouTube, as well as techcoven.com. And you can go to the theartofselfmarriage.com to fill out that application <gasps> and say yes. Say yes to a year with me, with art, with love, with making yourself your number one. Come and join me. All right. So How can marrying yourself save time and save you pain? (laughs) So, you know, there's those two kinds of motivation, right? Away from motivation and towards motivation. Towards motivation is like you're driving in your car and you're like, Ooh, I really want to go to Canada's Wonderland. So I'm going to drive in the direction of Canada's Wonderland and I'm going to wait. I'm going to scan the horizon for that mountain and I'm so excited. So you're going towards Canada, Canada's Wonderland in your car. Away from motivation is like, I got to get out of this house I've got to get out of this house full of family members who are bothering me. I've got to get out of this house because my neighbor is building something in the backyard and all I can hear are power tools and I don't care where I'm going. I just need to get away from here. So there the focus is on like what's in the rear view and what you're moving away from. Both of these very valid, uh, effective ways to move, to get into motion. You're either moving away or you're moving towards. And I speak a lot about um what I have moved towards and what you can move towards when you are married to yourself, right? I mean, the sense of self-trust, the sense of like romance and joy in your life, of like embracing the things that you want to embrace right now and not waiting for things anymore. And that starts, they start to kind of merge because you can even see in that stop waiting, that starts to move into this like, away from. I want to move away from waiting, right? And why do I want to move away from waiting? Because waiting was causing pain, because waiting was wasting time, right? But not only are you saving your own time by just jumping on in to your life and to love and to engaging with yourself here now, um, not only do you gain that, it's also other people's time and other people's pain that you could be saving when you marry you. What do I mean by that? Well, self-marriage is a fabulous compass. It's a container. It's a compass. It's lots of things. (laughs) The compass part is really, you know, in the vows. It's in the agreement. It's in the why. It's in getting to know yourself, right? This commitment to put yourself first means that you're listening to yourself. It means that you are paying attention to yourself the way you would your spouse, your lover, your loved one, your beloved, right? You would care, (laughs) right? Hopefully, In my version of self-marriage, you give a shit about the other person (laughs) as a base, you know, it's just a starting point, right? So you care about what they like. You care about what they want. You care about the direction they might want their life to go in. You care about what their boundaries are and how their boundaries change. You listen, you articulate, you ask questions, and you do what you can to give them what they want, to love them in a way that's going to help them grow and to love them in a way that's going to make life easier and more wonderful and more expansive. When it expands in you, it expands outside of you as well. This is how you can love and give and be generous. We need this, right? We need this in the world from an authentic place, not from the other places where it comes. If you're out of alignment with yourself not loving yourself, punishing yourself. You can try and sometimes you do give and your intentions are good, but it's not the same as when you are in line and you can love and forgive yourself. It is so much easier. It is so much easier to love and give to others, right? It almost is really effortless. So um, yeah, all these things you want to move towards. So how does this Save other people time? Well, when self-marriage is a compass, whether now you might be in a serious relationship or relationship, um, relationships, you might be dating or you might be single and searching or single and not searching or something in between there. If you have self-marriage as a compass, regardless of your status with others, you know what you want. When you know what you want, you can be clear With yourself first, and then with others about what you want and about what you don't want. And you'll know this is also like, it sounds simple, but simple is not always easy. Knowing what you want is one thing. Being okay with that, (laughs) coming to terms with it, right? Like, say, like a major life decision around having children, you know, maybe you're making a decision that's not the decision you thought you might make. Um, maybe you doubt it, maybe you're concerned about it. Maybe you're concerned about how your family would react to this decision that you're making. Um, and it's really important to you. So the more clear you are that if if you were like married to yourself, what would you do about this decision? How would you honor this desire and this decision? So you're coming to terms with it first within your relationship with you. It is easier then, Because the compass is clear. If your true north is, I'm doing this thing with my life. Then when other people start to get involved, you can have a clear direction of your north. If your north is their south, if it's not compatible, you save so much time. It might not save all the pain. It might be painful to realize that you're really into someone and the two of you have very different um desires on something that's difficult to compromise on like having a child, right? Of course that's still heartbreaking. And is it less heartbreaking 8 years from now? Is it less heartbreaking if you pretend that you're flexible on this when you know it would just destroy you to go against what it is that you want or them, right? So the stronger the compass that you have with yourself, you end up having clearer conversations about the relationships that you're in currently or you date with so much more intention <laughs> right if you're you're in that place it's like okay you're not already in one so you can really put the signals out here's what i'm about here's the direction my life is going in here are my non-negotiables You know, you're not looking for love at first and then thinking, well, then we should just be able to deal. Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And the heartbreak comes from many sources. But I mean, like, if only we had known, we wouldn't have started all this, right? We wouldn't have gone so far down this road knowing that there's a dead end, perhaps. You might have. And sometimes you you wouldn't have right? So thinking about, think about all of these practices that you might be building in when you marry you, you, and you're listening to yourself, and you're building in these practices to be in better communication, because good relationships communicate, right? Um, You're checking in, you do change your mind on many things at different times. And you're checking in with yourself, right? You're not holding yourself as a fixed item. Like this is, you know oh my god if I did that I'd be holding myself (laughs) to some version of myself from like my mid-20s which was cute but that's not going like that's that's done right that was my future self for my teen self and then there's been a whole bunch of future selves that I have grown into evolved into intentionally and also with some magic and some co-creation and some weird you know (laughs) Misturns <laughs> and, um, and some like beautiful recoveries. Right. And now I'm like looking into the future and my other future selves and who I am becoming in this loving container, in this loving relationship. If I am loving myself as best as I can to bring forth the best of me, the best of whatever I was put here to be, the fullest bloom, the biggest tree, the best me, the fully realized Trixie, <laughs> right? It's, it's all, the love is like the conditions that encourages this becoming. And I think the compass is what helps us know what direction we're going into so that you don't put this oak tree in a cute little terracotta pot and leave it there, right? Because it's not that's not. <laughs> that's not what it is. That's not where it's going. That's for something else. Right? And so, you know, self-marriage really you know, I've said this so many times. It starts with you. Starts with you. It's not all about you. It's not only about you. It starts with you so that it changes the quality of your relationships and then family and community and elsewhere expanding expanding right from that place of love from that place of evolution of beauty of growth right when you're not paying attention you wander in other directions you know if you're driving your car again you know towards away from whatever it is and there's someone at the side of the road who wants a ride and they're like, hey, are you going my way? And you're like, yeah, because they are they look amazing in those jeans. And you're like, get in my car. Um, but neither of you have said what direction that is. They've gotten in the car saying, hey, you going my way? And you say, yeah, oh, because it's sexy and it's exciting. What is their way? They haven't articulated it. What's your way? Have you articulated it? Are they the same thing? Are you speaking the same language? This is what I'm talking about. The adventure might be great and it might be really wonderful. And in the areas where you want to grow intentionally, you need to know what direction you're going. You need to know where you are and where you're going um, for for the parts that are non-negotiable. Because sometimes there will be those magical off-roading adventures and you'll find your way no matter where you are. But... I'm pretty sure that if you look back without regret, right, you're here exactly as you are with all the experiences you've had so far. And we can learn from the experiences of the past without making them wrong, without making ourselves wrong. I am speaking to the you that is in this present moment. So nothing has been wrong so far. You are in the perfect spot. You're here listening about self-marriage, deciding now. Deciding now to begin naming the direction, to begin naming, this is what I want. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm about. This is what I can give. This is what I can't give. This is what I'm willing to sacrifice. This is what I'm not willing to sacrifice. Think of the gift that that is to everyone you are in relationship with, where you can be honest with them about your limitations, about your choices about what it's like to be in relationship, in real, honest relationship with you. When you write self-marriage vows, when you go through the process of deciding what your vows are going to be and how they might be different from an intention or a promise or a goal, when you really think about the vows, when you decide, however often you decide to do this, to reflect on your vows could be a daily practice, a monthly practice, or once a year on your anniversary. When you come back and you remember these things, it resets your compass. You can make adjustments if adjustments need to be made, if anything needs to be tweaked. But this relationship with yourself, the vows, and also any of the other practices, journaling, connecting, asking yourself how you feel, Listening to yourself when you speak, getting an intuition, a little hunch, a little, like a little nudge in your belly about something and building that trust, building that trust with your wisdom. The more that you do this as a practice, and it's a practice and it takes time, but the more you do it, the less you have time to do the opposite, which is questioning yourself. Doubting yourself, wondering what's going to happen, worrying about other people, wondering what decision they'll make because that decision affects you, right? Like the more, the less we have those practices and we're in touch with the compass that is this relationship, that is this marriage, the more susceptible we are to this kind of like aimless self-talk, this negative self-talk, worrying, thinking you're not worthy, looking for proof, looking for proof. And you always find it, right? <laughs> when you look for it, you'll find it. Reasons why you'll never find anyone. Reasons why things don't work out. Your mind starts to drift like your car might drift. Ooh, look at this. Without the soft shoulder, your car would just drift. <laughs> just drift into, I don't know where, some like real rocky terrain, right? And the further you are out there, you're not seeing yourself. You know this, you know this. These thoughts are not the real you. These thoughts about you being this unworthy piece of garbage, that thought is garbage, right? This is worry and this is fear. So the further you're going out in there, you're further from you you're further from hearing that voice, you're further from the compass, it feels like you're lost. I still, we all, we're human. So these are going to, these things are going to happen. I feel so lost when I drift past, when I drift away from the compass, when I drift away from that voice that resonates true with me, the loving one, (laughs) you know, the one that's unconditional self-love, not self-love if Danette performs a certain way or achieves a certain thing, just love. When I stray far out there, I, I feel so distant from my real self. I feel lost. I've gone off the path. I've gone out of alignment and I'll tell you when I'm out there and maybe you can relate and maybe you're there right now. If you're there right now, listen to my voice as the voice that's like calling you back pulling you gently back shining a little light to help you find that road again because when you're out there I know how it feels it's lonely it's lonely from yourself you're distant from yourself and then connecting with others feels so difficult doesn't it because you don't feel like you and so who's connecting with anyone who are you connecting to It's really difficult, right? And so these things happen and they still happen to me, yes, after all this time, but so much less. And that is the point today, (laughs) that self-marriage doesn't erase pain from your life. It doesn't erase miscommunications, heartbreak, incompatibility. It doesn't mean that you never have any limiting beliefs or things to work through, it doesn't mean you don't betray yourself. These things will all happen, but they will happen so much less. So much less. You will save time. You will be lost less often. You will take less time to come back. That path of coming back, that light of coming back, that little like, hey, <laughs> this way you've gone astray. It's, the recovery time will be shorter. And the reason why it doesn't spare all pain, but it does save you some pain is because when you love yourself unconditionally, you can welcome yourself home gently, not punishing yourself for the times that you were lost, which is what I used to do thinking there's something wrong with me. If I've gone all the way over here, if I've lost sight of something, I've loved myself wrong. That's not unconditional love. That is very conditional love, right? So it will save you time. It will save you pain. The more that you can do this for yourself, the more you can save it, at least in the ways where you're responsible for it. You're not responsible for everyone else's time and pain, (laughs) right? But in the ways in which you might contribute to it, even if it's just by modeling that you're like, this is a decision that I'm firm on. I want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. I don't think this is a good idea. It's heartbreaking, but I have to do what's right for me and so that we can both be happy and live the destinies we want to live. It might not land well with whoever you're talking with. And I believe that it's the kindest thing that you could be doing, if that's true, right? Ah. <sighs> Who wants pain? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just have enough so that we're learning. (laughs) I just need this little thing. I don't need it to happen over and over again. You know, do you ever have that happen where you like, you know, this lesson is repeating, you know, it is right. And it's like, okay, let's make this the last one. Let's, let's, let's learn. (laughs) Let's learn this thing for good so that we can move on to a new pain. (laughs) It's, you know, you have to like laugh about it. I joke about it because I'm dedicated to learning and it's all a part of it, right? Um, and when you can associate the pain as like an opportunity to be kind to yourself and an opportunity to love and welcome yourself home and see where you can make changes that are more kind and loving, it's so worth it. Then it's serving you. It's not just wasting time then it's serving you it's not just giving you this illusion of safety then it's serving you it's not you know making a default outside of yourself where you're at the mercy and the whim of other people and other decisions and other bad decisions so save yourself <laughs> unnecessary pain save yourself unnecessary wasted time and Say yes to you. Bring that container around yourself. Wrap yourself in this new way of being, a new relationship with you, and see what adventures open up to you as you move towards this new thing. You are someone worth loving. It all starts, it starts with you, dear listener. Take good care. I'll talk to you soon.